Hello everyone, I'm Bubble. And I'm Bridges. And we're Two Gays, One Pod. Uh, yeah. Bridges, can I get a hello? Hola. Why are we saying hello? Because in this episode, we're going to talk about love, relationships, <gasps> and what makes our relationship so successful. Because there's a lot of questions about that. Oh, they really <laughs> ask, what is your secret? What is your secret? Tell me now. Shh, well, here's the answer. <laughs> here's our secret. <laughs> well, and also, I think the biggest compliment that we ever get is that people say when they watch us, they believe in love again. Oh, yeah. I love that. Comment. That is such a sweet sentiment. Um, it comes from just us being authentically ourselves and showing you guys how our how our relationship operates on stream and now off stream on the pod. Exactly. Exactly. So um, let's get into it. Why not? Are you okay. ready? <laughs> are you ready to get your videos for all the tea though? Because I'm a little bit nervous because what if our exes are like listening? Well, hey, bitch. Yeah. What's up, y'all? Hey, flop. <laughs> Bye, flop. <laughs> Bye, flea. <laughs> no, stay, because we want that view. Oh, you we right. want that listen. Right. Okay, so why don't we talk about past relationships first? Okay. How many relationships were you in? Mm, I don't think I have enough hands. <laughs> Let me take my calculator. <laughs> um, honestly, I've only been in, what, four relationships prior to this? Okay. And... um. My longest relationship was like three years long. Okay, so I was in two relationships. Um, both of them are pretty long term, I would say. Well, the first one's almost two years. It was like a year and 11 months or 10 months. But my second one was like four years going mm -hmm. on five. So it was quite a long time. And uh, um, what, what was their last relationship? Before me. Before you? <laughs> Oof. The shortest relationship, which lasted <laughs> six months. But like, when was that? When Actually, that not happened? even six months. Like, four months, let's say. Yeah, four months. Four months. Um, Sorry, what was your question? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was my last relationship before us? Yeah, what, the, what, what was the... What year was that? It was 2020. It started in October, I believe, around October, and it ended in January of 2021. 2021. Yeah. Okay. So you were single from 2021, um, January, up until we got together. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Okay. So mine ended... <laughs> mine ended um, in 2021, September. Which is when I first met you. Interesting timeline. Hmm, I, I wonder, wonder how that works. And um, for your past relationships, what are, what are some of the things that worked and didn't work for you? Like, why did it not work out? That's a good question. Mm, okay, so you have a lot. So let's go through all. <laughs> let's let's start from the very beginning. Wait, let's start with uh, when was your first relationship? How old were you? I was nineteen years old in my first relationship. Um. And that was the relationship where we established that we were boyfriends. I had dated people prior too, but we were never exclusive. We were never whatever. Um, essentially, what had happened there was what we, happened was what happened trade. We met on a not a dating app, but a dating site. Back when dating sites whoa, whoa, were a thing, I don't even think it's a 
up yet or anymore, but it's called Downlink. And that's oh, down- you talked about that. I've never heard of that site. Yeah, it's down with an E for people who are down low. You know, protect- down with the E. Yeah, D O W N E, link. Oh, so the E's in. I was like replacing the O, like. Ew, Downlink. <laughs> okay, so Downlink. Yeah, so it was Downlink, and you could meet people within your area. You could meet people all over the world. You can. I think you could also like kind of stream. I remember seeing someone basically streaming and a whole bunch of people being horny on the stream site. Mm, so this was before Grinder then. This is before Grinder. Okay. Um, and I also didn't have a phone back then, so I literally just met people on the internet. And I would go on dates with them. And uh, this one stuck for some reason. I'm not sure why. Um, how much detail should I go into it? As much as you want. It's our pod. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe not that much because you have four we have to go through. Yeah. So with him, the number one thing that worked was there was a lot of passion. Um, he had a British accent. He has a British accent, but he was Filipino <laughs> at the same time. So it was like, huh? Interesting. He had his shit together. He wined and dined me. The kind of, he was kind of like a sugar daddy in a sense, but mm-hmm. he wasn't because he he didn't really buy me too many things. He just kind of wined and dined me a lot. Taught me about wine. Taught me to appreciate it. How much older was he without revealing your age? He was maybe two or three okay, so the years gap older. Like, it wasn't actually a daddy. It was just no, no. It was just the sugar. He was just, he was more like Splenda, mm, you know, okay. artificial. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, what didn't work was he had really bad communication. And on top of that, I think he was still in his whole era because he when the relationship was starting to die down i didn't know what was going on he started to ghost me he started to stop responding to my text messages because i finally got a phone at that point and um i found out from one of his friends that he had taken home someone on his birthday so to play chess sure jan (laughs) With their bodies. Yeah, yeah, checkmate. <laughs> yeah, so he cheated on you, essentially. Yeah, he cheated on me. And that was painful because then I started to think about my own worth. Like, was I not enough? Did I not do enough? Did I do too much? Was I too overbearing? It was a very clean breakup. But he this was after the cheating? This was after Did the... Did you ever confront him about it? I didn't confront him okay, about so it. So you just let it go because you already knew that relationship was ending anyway. So there's... Yeah, because on top of that, he was already not responding to me. He was already not being there. He was not being present. So I just broke it off because I didn't want to deal with it anymore. And it's hard because that was your first love, right? I don't know if I would say love. Did you ever say I love you too? No, I never did. Okay, so do you hold the words I love you very sacred to your heart so you don't give it off to just everyone? I do. Yeah, I I had the same feeling as well when I was in my past relationships, like I don't say it unless I truly mean it. And um, I think a lot of people say it out there. I mean, obviously we say we love our friends and stuff like that, but it doesn't hold the same sentiment as saying it to your significant other. Mm. And I definitely held off from saying it. But with my two exes, I did say it because I did mean it. Because in the moment you are in a relationship that you really think that's going to thrive and grow and just flourish into something beautiful. 
and you have so many high hopes for it and then you say it and then you know things happen that it just dies now doesn't work out so um my first ex uh, i was in two relationships my first ex um was my first love and i did say i love you because i did mean it but there was so much drama there's too much drama <laughs> and when the relationship feels like it's always hanging by a cliff for the next episode in a series that i'm addicted to <laughs> my heart can't handle it like we're very different people he was my, my very first relationship um so i didn't know what it means he was also the one who took my virginity as well and oh same with mine yeah so um it it was i was pretty much blinded by love um because i was just so into him so i basically ignored all the red flags um but he was not out to his family so i was dating someone that was closeted and i was out already all my friends knew my family knew and i if you know me i'm a very touchy-feely i love to just be proud of the relationship that i'm in proud of love can confirm yeah and i i felt very restricted not being able to hold hands in public not be able to kiss in public because he was worried that someone will see um so that was one part of it, but he was also extremely extroverted. So mm. I'm an extremely introverted person. People might not see that because I'm on stream and talking and very, maybe very confident in my conversations and how I speak, but I'm very introverted. I get really drained in public settings where there's a lot of people and it just doesn't like give me energy. So he was the opposite. He, he loves hanging out with friends. He loves to have like parties and stuff. So um there's a lot of situations where he he has a lot of gay friends he kept meeting new gay people oh, i see he where this is going. going i you know was already insecure myself and and added on top of that having a boyfriend that is also extremely extroverted and have a lot of gay friends that are single it's a recipe for disaster like it really got on like my last nerve <laughs> i'm always on edge when i was with him because i was always wondering why is he not replying it's been like a couple of hours what is he doing who is he hanging out with which gay friend is this and the problem is like yes i have a certain level of trust for my partner for him but i don't know if i can trust the people that i hang out with they're all gay and single and thirsty so there, there have been several occasions where you know, um, I voiced my discomfort because he was receiving like Snapchats from people. Ooh, Remember Snapchat? Fucking murder! Remember Snapchat? I do. Um, and you know, receiving like there's a couple times where I saw that you know there are gay guys out there that are sending him shirtless pictures, and that is, in my opinion, extremely inappropriate for someone that's in a relationship. You don't do that. Um, and I'm not just talking about shirtless; just like almost nudie, like in a towel, like very suggestive. Mm. Um. And I think that's extremely inappropriate. Like I would not do that to someone that's already in a relationship. So it was just uh, a lot of like um, mistrust and um, also me internally dealing with this is my very first relationship. In my head, I'm like, he's all I got. Like, I can't do better than this. He's so attractive, blah, 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 and all these things. And eventually I was sick and tired of, I was also very, much gaslit into thinking that I'm just overthinking things a lot. Ah, the gaslighting, yes. Right? It's the worst. Um, so when I voice my concerns and tell him like, hey, look, I don't like this. I don't like that you're hanging out with this person because he makes me feel like he's pursuing you or like doing something that's crossing the line. He would tell me that you're just overthinking it. What? 
am I just not allowed to have friends now? Like, am I supposed to cut out every person that I know because you're not happy with them? And that's not my point. But my point is, if you're in a relationship with someone that you claimed you loved, you would do things to minimize the discomfort that is caused by the people around you, right? So he very much did the bare minimum or the least. Oh, actually, he didn't do anything. <laughs> he did zero. He did absolutely nothing. He did negative one. And uh, didn't seem to understand why it was affecting me the way it was and not trying to help me um, feel any better. So at that point, I my first relationship, I had to break it off. And I was just like, I've had enough of this. Like, I can't do this anymore. Um, the last time we met, I told him, I was like, it's probably going to be the last time we meet. Because when I break up with someone, I want no more communication. I don't want any kind of uh, photos, videos on so social media. I don't want to be friends with you, like on, on online, anything like that. Just because I want a clean slate. Mm. I don't want to have... Um, random memories pop up and then I have to think of it and then, you know, be in a certain uh, mood. So I told him that it's probably um, like, we're going to break it off. Like, I'm, I can't do this anymore. And he was like crying. He was sad. He was like, I'm going to miss you. And then a week later, he found someone else. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so clearly it was not that deep for him. Yeah. I told him after I broke up with him, I was like, I'm going to probably just focus on myself and work on myself before I get back into it. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to do the same. Like, I'm just going to, I'm not going to date around. I'm not going to be on any apps. A week later, literally a week later, I got the receipts <laughs> in the in the group chats. <laughs> that was my first relationship, and um, I I feel like I very much didn't learn that much from that relationship. No, because I feel like I was just on edge all the time, and some of the things that happened, I was not very proud of. I very much had the mindset I was like, I'm always right, like uh, I'm the victim here, like you know. So I didn't see some of the the stuff that I've done that I'm not proud of that I have changed since obviously um so I didn't think I went to the second relationship with um a clearer head or like what I want to be like in that relationship so that was like my biggest biggest struggle transitioning to the second one um, because I also took a little bit of a gap before my second relationship that I um, thought I have grown already, but I really didn't grow that much. Do you know how long you took that period? In I'm just curious. So I broke up with my first ex in 2007, 2016. And I got with my last ex, my second ex in 2017. So there was probably a eight, nine months gap. Okay. So a whole baby. That whole baby, but that baby didn't grow that much. Mm -mm -mm. So, um, I I wish that some things were handled better back in the day. But at the same time, it's like you can't change the past. All you can do is move forward and approach things a little bit different, so your future relationships can work better. Exactly, and which is why I feel like we work so so much better. Mm -hmm. So, with your other exes, was there another significant one that? You have one ex that was really like, I feel like, okay, let's talk about the ex that I said I love you to. Yeah. The first ex that I actually loved okay. and felt like I really did love him. Was this the second one or the third one? Third one. With my third ex, we were together for three years. What worked with us was that 
he was a much better communicator, but he was still flawed at that. He would be very patient with me because I was still, I guess, quite inexperienced in a lot of different, a lot of the different facets within a relationship. He and I were pretty much long distance also for the majority of it because we were in different universities. We were studying different things. We were the same age, um, but we were just at different points in our lives from what I could feel. Um, we had different groups of friends as well. And I never really felt like I fit in with his group of friends. And my group of friends also kind of didn't like him. And those were pretty big red flags that I ignored as well in my own relationship. I think because we spent so much time together, despite the fact that we lived so far, was why it went on for as long as it did. And on top of that, we we would have phone conversations every night around like 8 p.m. And if not that, then at least we would say I love you to one another. He literally put it into my calendar to remind me every night to tell him I love him at 8 p.m. I, I distinctly remember that because I remember also when the relationship ended that I didn't, I forgot to remove it. And it said, say, I love you, remember. And uh, I was just like, oh, <laughs> not this, you know? Um, Who said it first? I think he said it first. I never, I don't think I ever say it first ever, yeah. ever since the first person, because I'm, I'm always so sheltered. So I've always been like hesitant to show my cards because I don't want people to use it against me. Mm -hmm. And I don't want people to take advantage of the fact that like, maybe I have more feelings for you than you do for me, because then what if they take it for granted? What if they just use it and say it back, but not mean it? You know what I mean? I wanted to really know that I did love him before I said it. And some people, especially in the gay community, they enjoy the thrill of being desired. And when it becomes official, it becomes scary for them. Mm. So labeling it as a relationship or labeling it as like, I love you, that becomes scary for them because they want to be seen as someone that's available yeah. and constantly being um, uh, desired by someone else. He was very proud to have me as his boyfriend. We would hold hands all the time, but he wasn't out to his parents. So it was really, really awkward when I would come over to his place and sleep over too. We couldn't be lovey-dovey around his parents, but we were lovey-dovey everywhere else because he was out to his friends. He was out mm. uh, to everyone but his family. And so it just got really weird. And on top of that, when I would bring him home to my place, my parents were very, like... They didn't know how to deal with it either. And so they actually sent my little brother to spy on us <laughs> and to basically cock block us when nothing was really happening anyway. And so... So that was going to be my question. Like, did any of your exes meet your parents? And what were your parents' reactions or takes on them? My parents met all of my exes. Okay. They met all of them partially because... <laughs> At one point, I really wanted to rub it in their face that, look, I'm not in a, you know, 
not straight. <laughs> I'm not straight at all. Like, this is not a phase. This is who I am. Like, let me show you. It's my... not a phase, mom. It's who I am. Exactly. Very that mean. Yeah. So I was very adamant about that. And in my first relationship, it was really, really, it was kind of gross, actually. Gross how? Actually, no, that that was my first relationship. My second relationship was really gross because he would leave hickeys all over my body. Oh. Like, and I wore them as a badge of honor, pride oh. fully. And my parents were like, that's not cute. That ain't cute. Have some self-respect. And I was like, ah, ah, <laughs> self-respect. Well, looking back now, what do you looking, think? Looking back now, he's like, yeah, yeah I should have. Lack of self-respect. <laughs> I should have just not let it happen. So going back to that question, did your mom or dad ever um, pulled you aside and was like, hey, like, I don't think I like this guy. Like, I don't think he's good for you. So any of your exes? It was mostly after the fact. A well, lot of, yeah. So a lot of that things They did in real time, but they did mention it. Afterwards. They did mention it afterwards. They were like, yeah, that was a good decision. You didn't deserve that. Um, Which one? Which exes? All of them. <laughs> all of them? Really? Like all of them. Well, I thought you said that um, one of your exes actually no. Bond with. One of them, my mom really loved. Yeah, the third. Yeah, the one that you had a long term yeah. relationship with. Yes, but at the same time, she they also said that was a good decision, mm-hmm. and I didn't break it off with him. I wanted to try the long distance thing. Yeah, we, we did for like maybe a month because he had moved to a different area, like different country altogether. Different country altogether, different time zone. Yeah, so it got really really hard. So he broke it off with me over the phone, uh, which I. I mean, it's fine. Like, we couldn't do it in person. Um, and he was crying. I was crying. It was a whole. It's emotional. It was very emotional. And I was a wreck for a couple of months. I remember going into work one time and just crying in the bathroom out of nowhere, just feeling sad that it had ended because that's how much I had loved him, how much I thought that something good could have happened, but never, it never did. And took you a couple months to get over him as well. It took me a couple months. There, the gap between him and my fourth ex was years. It was years. I I only planned on doing it like you know how they say you should take at least um half the time of your relationship to like heal. I've never heard of that. Oh, so I definitely did not with you. <laughs> you really did not have a minute, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about my second ex because I only had two, and the last one I had, I was in, was I was really invested in. I was sure. like four years in. I was so head over heels um, with my last ex. Um, I just remember I was on the apps for quite a while before I met him. I was also in my whole era, so <laughs> during that time, I was like meeting these people, and they're just not sticking out to me. But my ex was extremely romantic. The way that he talked, the way he expressed himself, it felt very alluring. And when we met in person, he had an accent. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, wow, I'm so old. Like, um, and everything moved really fast for us. I'm talking about the first week we met. Um, the next week he moved in. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. That was a very quick start. And for me, it was mainly because I wanted, um, not necessarily because I wanted him in my space, but because he was new to the country, pretty new, and he was looking for a job and he's, uh, he's paying $700 in rent for one room in a house shared with like eight people <laughs> and two oh, bathrooms. I hate that. And oh. it was the smallest room and I was paying $600 for a space of my own. It's not the biggest, but it's a space. It's your space. And 
at that time, I was not making a lot of money either. I was uh, just starting off my job. So in my head, I was like, well, I'm kind of committed to this relationship. Are you? And he's like, yeah, I'm committed. So I was like offering him, why don't you come live with me? Um, it's around the same amount of space that you, you're getting right now. Anyways, you pay half of the rent and we can spend time together. Right? Sounds so, like a win all over the place. Yeah. But obviously, moving in the first week of meeting someone and committing to a relationship is not the best idea because <laughs> then you're stuck with them for four years. <laughs> so it was, um, it was very fast. And I think that's the type of person I am. Like when I click with someone and I really vibe with them, I go like, I'm like head over heels, heels over head, head over head and head over the other head. Oh. <laughs> Let's reel it back in. So I definitely like, have problems with um, l- looking at things like an in intelligent like okay this is w- moving way too fast I definitely felt like I let the relationship drag on a little bit way too long like there were already signs that I should have left but um, I decided to fight for it because I believed in us and I believed in him but he was very much a person that very not ambitious and very in his head has a lot of self-doubt and um, issues with mental health and I never had dated someone with these struggles before so I didn't really know how to approach it so at times you know a lot of people online say don't be your therapist in your relationship that's not your job and I think my last relationship I was trying to be a therapist um, trying to seek solutions for him uh, try to help him in any way I can and he took it more as an offense then some something that was helpful would be like that's not gonna work anyways like i i can do this myself and it starts to affect the relationship as a whole because all i'm here on my side is like i'm just trying to help but from his point of view he's probably seeing it as like why are you so up in my space like i can do this all by myself like just let me do it on my own terms and my my own time. Maybe like two years into the relationship, I already knew it was going downhill because there was no growth. Even if we wanted to take time apart, we can't because we live together. A lot of the, the, the fights and arguments we had to deal with literally within the walls of our, our home mm-hmm. because we couldn't have time apart. I couldn't go back to my parents' place because they didn't have extra room for me to, to stay, stay with. And um, there's a lot of just poor communication. Um, I felt like I was not appreciated at all. Like I would do the cooking, I would do the cleaning. I would do um, things for him. Um, I felt like uh, near the end, I really felt like I was just another servant or like a maid for him. You said when we were talking, you felt like a mom. You felt like I felt like a mom, yes, yeah. Near the end, I really felt like it it dragged on way too long and um, there was no love left anymore we have many arguments fights where we literally are yelling on the top of our lungs we're both crying like and that we have never experienced together and i am very grateful for because i don't want to get to the state where my mind is just in such a defensive mode that i can't think clearly i can't behave in a as an adult like being able to sit down and talk and have conversation to resolve things. But instead we're literally just screaming on top of each other. That was not a cute look. Like I, 
looking back on it, I was so not proud of that, which is why going into this relationship with you, I knew I did not want that. He actually broke up with me, which I'm grateful for because I, at the end, I was still fighting for us, which is really sad to think about because I, um, during this relationship of four years, I also gained a bunch of weight. So I was feeling very insecure. So being, seeing myself in the mirror and not seeing the person I want to be or how I want to look and knowing that I'm in a relationship, I felt comfortable. Like I felt like, okay, well, if I go back out there, I'm not going to find anyone that's going to appreciate me. I'm not going to find anyone that's going to find me attractive because I already feel unattractive myself. So I was very comfortable in being in this relationship, um, even with all those red flags. And at the end of it, he broke up with me because he just needed time for himself to really figure out his shit. At the bitter end, I was still trying to fight for it. I was still trying to be like, you know, I, I was trying to envision a world where he finds the perfect job, where he's happy again, and his mental health is not going to come into like outbursts affecting our relationship as a whole. And I was too hopeful. I don't think you see the amount of shit that you put yourself through until you're out of the relationship. And for me, I saw all, all of it. A lot of stuff that he has done that I really brushed it off because I was blinded by love but at the same time a lot of shit that i did that i was extremely not proud of um that i felt i was extremely immature um didn't handle it appropriately and um maybe overstepping boundaries um you know trying to be a therapist or a psychologist to him when it's not my job i don't have the qualifications at all so it was a blessing disguise and very shortly after that i met you Actually, we were still together. Me and my ex were still together when we started talking as friends. And um, the breakup hit hard because we moved to this unit together. We used to live in a basement together. We moved here together. And moving here, I really thought, oh, wow, we're finally out of a basement. And wow, we're in a beautiful location, um, beautiful view, beautiful just like uh, neighborhood that would help with his mental health and help with how he feels, but no, it was just the same. So I was really scared that when he moved out, I would really break down. I'm very grateful that you, I met you because we were, we were able to talk about a lot of stuff, um, serious and not serious. We were able to get, get um, like I was able to move on really quickly because of that. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, it meant a lot. Um, but yeah, like I was very, very much invested in that relationship. Four years is a long time. And for gay people, I feel like that's even longer. Yeah. That's like decades in the yeah. making. Yeah, you're basically married at that point. Yeah. With kids and yeah. a dog. Yeah. Do you want do you want to dive into any of your other relationships? Um, or just like briefly so we can talk about what work what is working for us. There's honestly not much I can for the fourth one for the fourth one the fourth one was just a practice in yeah no you really should have looked at the signs in the beginning and know your worth because you don't deserve that so well he also kind of in the very beginning he took you on a trip right oh so that in a way is if, going through your mind it's almost like a guilt trip if you broke up with him after the trip right yeah he did tell me i was very much against it like 
I don't want to, I don't want to owe anything to you. I don't want exactly, yeah. I don't want you to force yourself to pay for my ticket and everything for this wedding for your family where I'm going to meet them when I didn't even know like who you were as a person. And to be honest, like as, as long as it lasted, I was not happy for the majority of it. I think the moment that we became boyfriends, he had stopped trying and he showed his true colors. And um, on top of that, like, like what you did, I did all the cleaning, I did all the cooking. The most things he would do for me would be maybe, maybe shower sometimes. Oof, the bare minimum. Um, yeah, it was, it was not, it was not cute. And uh, I already knew I was not physically attracted to him, but I was so emotionally attached because we had been talking for a long time, I guess, prior to that. And the person that you are on an app or the person that he was on this, this app is not the same person that he was in real life. There was just so much dissonance between the person that he was and the person that he is, but I looked at the person that he was on the app and that's the person who I've liked, right? Versus the person who he was in real life, who I was kind of pretty repulsed at, to be honest. I was very vocal about like, you need to go brush your teeth like right now or- Oof. Imagine having to tell your significant other to brush their teeth. Like halfway through him- remind them. <laughs> halfway through him telling me a story, I was like really invested, but I was just like, I can't focus because your breath stank. Y'all brush your teeth. And, and and please scrape floss. your tongue. Yes, scrape your tongue. Dental hygiene, very important. Anyway, yeah, that did not last very long. One of my biggest pet peeves is talking to someone and they're replying with one word. Oh, the dryness. The dryness. Um, that was not cute for me. No. And when you have conversations with people, sometimes they don't like, like you ask them, oh, how's your day? And they tell you, it's like, oh, I had a really wonderful day. Okay. Tell me why. No, like they go deep into it. Oh, they do go they deep. They do go deep into it. it, but they don't end with, so how was your day? day? Oh, they don't ask. They don't ask. So it feels like they're just, um, seeking for attention like mm -hmm. of you know someone interested in what they're doing but they're not actually interested in you so um what are some what are some things that you you hated about on about these dating apps? on these dating apps yeah. some things that i hated similar to what you described there was a lot of people who were out there just giving one word answers or replying like a week later being like oh i never get i never get notifications on this app which i mean neither did i but i would yeah. check it because i knew that i didn't get notifications right um there would be people again also very horny like what's your position like they would ask me all, like that would be the first thing and i'd be like what <laughs> i mean it is important in in like your relationship but at the same time like built into it is like, it the first thing you ask yeah though? no and there's there's another app you can use for that you know yeah and there i mean there's also a lot of people that you know they don't see um a future with you as a friend or a, or a, or as a relationship or a partner but they still keep dragging these conversations on like you guys are not on the same page so 
just a match, you know. If you're not interested, just a match. Don't bother replying with okay or replying with like haha and stuff like that. Just a match. Um, what apps were you on? Um, when I was looking for a relationship, I was just on Hinge. I I tried Tinder like many many years ago. It was not it. I was on Grinder for a little bit where I met some people, but in the end, they all ended up being like flops anyway. So yeah, it didn't work out. I think we we laughed about this when we first met because we were not in the mindset of dating. So we were sending each other profiles of like people on Hinge. Oh yeah, and there's literally a profile of one guy with six exact pictures. Yeah. Like the face is exactly the same, but different outfits or different angle. No, the same angle. It's same the same angle, angle, same face. Yeah. Maybe like this one's a little bit darker. This one's a yeah. little bit grainier. So they got worse and worse. But they the don't smile. Face. Yeah. And the answers are always one word. And we're just like, what are you trying to achieve on this app? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like doing this. Um, but what stood out with me for your profile, actually, I saw his profile before he saw mine. Um, your your profile was really fun. Like um, the answers that you gave were really funny. Um, the answers were very punny, and um, there was one video that stood out to me. Besides the you know the cute photos that you uploaded, um, I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into something that I have a, something to pick your brain for. Okay, um, I think I know, but maybe not. I don't know. Well, actually, maybe you might know. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, so there was this video of him dancing by himself with a bunch of little like like dancing stickers and emojis all over it, and I sent him a little uh, reply. Because uh, you can reply to it, right? You can yeah. reply to a specific yeah. photo or a prompt and say, like, whatever you want. Yeah. And what did you decide to I send sent him, me? Like a laughing emoji. Um, that's it. And that's it. Just one. Yeah. <laughs> one that was like. Yeah. I mean, how do you reply to a video like that? Like, ask is like, where are you? <laughs> Why are you dancing in a forest alone in winter? Because the trees are all dead. It's too. true. It's so true. Like, I was confused. I was severely confused. Um, and then he replied with some emojis. It was the same emoji, but like to the side. <laughs> yeah. And that's how our conversation started. And we never stopped that. talking ever since. Every single day, we have not stopped messaging each other. I never met someone that was so fun to talk to on text and in person and you definitely ticked the box for me because i was so used to everyone on tinder on hinge just giving short answers that were so bland they don't ask about your day they don't ask about how you are and stuff like that and you were a breath of fresh air for me and kid you not when we matched on hinge we would talk literally paragraphs and then we moved to whatsapp and we would talk literally paragraphs um, sometimes five in the morning or five in the morning in the, in the morning and in real time too, we will text back and forth, back and forth nonstop. Um, and there's like rare occasions where we just, you know, have little gaps in between, but we talked every single day and we talked in such great depth about literally everything that, um, even before we first met, we already had a great base to work with, like a great foundation. Right. Yeah. The moment we found out that we both liked Drag Race, it was over. It was over. The <laughs> references were nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> it was just over, like over the moon, like crazy. So, um, I just got out of my relationship, um, and he. Well, actually, no. You were still. I was still living. in the relationship. You were still living with your ex, and that was the biggest red flag for me. 
which is why like I was so hesitant to even what's the word entertain a relationship with you when you haven't even had the chance to heal and mm -hmm. what was what was it that you told me to help me alleviate that red flag do you remember what was the question again do you remember what you said to alleviate me from the red flag the red flag being that you still live with your ex i don't remember what did i say he said to me dead ass the relationship was already pretty much dead and i have been like you know you know just having him there but we didn't have a connection anymore so it was true it was true yeah um we like I kid you not, we like didn't say a word to each other, even when we were living together. So they were sleeping in the same bed. But same like, bed, but opposite, it was, oh, yeah, it was opposite bed. Yeah. <laughs> so we had space um, and it was fully dead. Um, so I think we have already broken up when I started talking to you, but he was still living with me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so that was awkward to say the least. Um, and there, there's a uh, situation that happened. <laughs> um, because of my ex, that almost ruined our chances of becoming even friends. Yeah, like it was. It was. That was a story in itself. That's oof. That yeah. was crazy. And I put it on my Instagram story too. I was. Yeah, I was he mad. Was really, he was really mad about it. So, like, y'all probably heard our story about us meeting the first time, but let's briefly go over it again. Um, I remember that I was just really, I really wanted to meet you in person. I really want to see if you are the person that you appear to be on your streams because i already watched some of your streams oh yeah and i also if you were gonna match the person you are when you talk to me on text so i was like hey let me know whenever you're free blah 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 because he lives pretty far away like an hour train ride at least mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so it was uh difficult well it was difficult but at the same time not that difficult for you to come down and plan something with me so the first day we met um i picked you up at the station and I remember you were wearing your red plaid long sleeve with a tank top underneath and he only buttoned the very top button and he was wearing his um, baggy pants that you love and your Tim's because it was cold and you had your backpack I think with uh you had like a, a mat as well yeah um and a little blanket red yeah. blanket and I just remember when we first met what was your initial thought of what of you yeah the first time we saw each other right at the station because my thought was wow he's like the same height as me like exactly uh, the same height i was like oh there he is <laughs> yeah is that him though <laughs> was that it that was it like yeah, i was yeah. just like oh cool hi you yeah look, you look like the person who you sent me photos of yeah and i just remember the walk going to the restaurant we were gonna get burgers the walk there i was very nervous i was like oh this is a this is maybe like a five minute walk ten minute walk i wonder if i have anything to talk about but we really just talked like the whole time mm -hmm. we didn't stop talking yeah yeah it wasn't it wasn't bad you were definitely because we had sent voice notes to one another already so i already knew what you sounded like but the way that you were acting that whole day kind of threw me off because you were it felt like you weren't interested you were playing very like cool you're yeah i was trying to keep cool yeah you're yeah. you're very that and it felt very like oh am i not am i not being enough am i not interesting for you you know why though because very much my last relationship i didn't feel like i could be a hundred percent authentically myself so anything i say i'm very i'm monitoring it 
So I don't want to say something that's、uh, too much.、Mm. And I think that、um, carried on to my when we first met because it was still pretty raw, right? Like I just broke up with him. I like I felt like a lot of stuff that I watched and、uh, listened to, he judged. He was like, Why are you、oh, listening to、yeah. that? Why are you watching that? Like, he. He's like, why are you watching Drag Race and all these naked guys? Like, he's like, why are you listening to this music? It sounds like noise. Like, so I felt like when I'm around him, I had to be very restricted to what I'm allowed to do because I didn't want to, you know, disturb him or make him feel some, some type of way. And I think when we first met, I just couldn't be 100% myself just because I was scared that if I say something, you might have the same reaction to it. As him, which is silly to think about because you're two different people and you've obviously shown very differently that you're not、um, through text. But I think it's just my internal defense mechanism like,、mm-hmm. oh, I can't do that. So that's probably why you got those vibes. But you did say that in the end, I was a little bit more open than. Yeah, yeah. I warmed you up pretty、yeah. well, I think.、Mm-hmm. Anyway,、um, anyway so, yeah. And I think near the end, we connected on Drag Race. Yeah. It was very, very near the end that we like, started talking about Drag Race. And that's when we really went off with our references. Yes. I feel like at that point, you were even testing me, like, who said this? Or, yeah, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean when I say this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he knew. So、um, we, we went for lunch, we had burgers.、Um, and I guess we can talk about this more in a later episode.、Yeah. But we went for burgers, we went to a park, and we sat there for like an hour or two. Then we went for bubble tea, and then we went back to my place because he needed to pee. But he obviously couldn't come to my unit because my ex is still there. So he went to the downstairs like amenities area. You peed. Yeah. And then we, at that point, after you peed, I was like really unsure what we're going to do next. Like, because、um, I wasn't sure if you wanted to continue to hang out. Even though, so like up until that point, we were having such a blast. We were talking about a lot of stuff, talking about relationships, gaming,、um, streaming, et cetera, et cetera.、Um, but we actually went out for dinner. We went to sushi after that、mm-hmm. um, before I walked you to the station and then you, you went home.、Um, the thing is, in my mind, I had already set that we were going to. Hang out for the whole day because you had said, like, okay, when we hang out, we're gonna hang out for the whole day. And I didn't know if you were joking or not, but I was like, okay, well, if we we're gonna hang out for the whole day, then I'm gonna be ready for the whole day hangout. That's true. But at the same time, when you meet someone and if the vibes are not there, you don't wanna hang out for more than an hour. Oh. So I've had moments where as soon as I sat down for a date and I just knew right from that second, when they start talking, I just knew that it was not gonna be. Entertaining, it was not、yeah. going to be fulfilling or、um, just fun. So I knew I would have to find a way to get out of that situation as soon as I can because I don't want to be stuck in it for however long, right? So for us to spend 10 hours plus the first time we met, that's pretty iconic. It's unheard of. <laughs> unheard of. Yeah. Granted that we were both in the mindset that we're just going to be friends.、Mm-hmm. But at the same time, even as friends, that's a lot of time to spend with someone. More, someone new. Almost, yeah, someone new and almost half a day. So I'm really glad that everything worked out. Like it was so flawless. It was so easy. How would you describe your experience for that first date? I would describe it as just very,、um, very chill. I feel like it wasn't, I didn't have to be someone else or I didn't have to. And 
to be fair, I never go into meeting someone thinking that I have to be someone else. I'd read, I would rather just be myself because it's so much easier that way. But I didn't feel like you were judging me. I felt like even though I was my crazy cuckoo Twitch self saying Sag and going ooh, and you were just like, oh, what is what? that? <laughs> what does that mean? And then I would just be like, okay, well, it's a thing on Twitch. So just that would, that would be it, right? Like I wouldn't feel some type of way. I never felt judged. I never felt looked down upon. I just felt like we were having a blast. We were having fun. And um, I wanted to see you again. So that's how I felt the first time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was checking him out because, bitch, oh my God. Okay, the light was hitting right. And he was wearing a tank top and his like veins and his chest looking so good. I had my mirror sunglasses on and I was just like, hoping that he didn't notice that I was checking him out. Did you notice the day of? Be, be honest. I saw your eyes moving. I had an inkling. And honestly, I did push ups on the train. So. And he wore that for a reason. I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was doing. I, was I knew what I was doing too. Yeah, I was very so exhibitionist. We yeah, we were very like, look at me. Yeah, and I did, and um, we that had was a signal, <laughs> and we didn't like do anything else, right? We just hugged, and that's it. Yeah, we didn't. We hugged when we met, and we hugged when we left. Mm -hmm. um, I think I gave you like a really big hug when we left. I was like, oh, it's such a good time. Hope to see you again. Blah blah blah. You even sat in the train with me, which is like yeah. no one has ever done. Yeah, I sat on the train with him for maybe like five minutes. Waited until like the last second before it doors closes, and I hopped off. Yeah, and I was like, bye. Have a have a safe trip home. We talked about um, stuff that irks him, and one of the things that irked him in his past was like um, this person. That you were talking to said something like oh um hi bridges um i'm sorry but i don't think we're a match so uh wishing you the best of luck yeah Goodbye. especially on a day where i thought that we had really hit it off well well that's the past experience that he went through yeah. so i thought okay let me make a joke about that because you know to show him that i was listening and like just to like play along with it so i said the same thing to him i was like hey bridges like today was really fun but i don't think we're a match i'm sorry good, good luck to you um uh, and yeah, that's it. And then I sent a gif um, of Nina Bonina Brown saying, but you didn't say JK though. <laughs> and I thought because when we were going through, uh, like walking towards the station at the end of the day, that we we're making so many Drag Race references that he would understand that this is clearly a joke, but it was not that clear because the, the, the caption is, you know, you didn't say JK. So, and I didn't say JK. So, um, so I was confused, and Peppermint was confused. We were all freaking confused. Confused. And what did you do? You... I was like, is this a joke? Ha ha. Like, and then dead silence. Yes. And the reason why there was a dead silence is my ex got into a fight with me right as soon as that, that GIF was sent. And we, I couldn't pick up my phone. I couldn't reply. Um, I had the web WhatsApp on my screen, but it was such a deep and um really serious conversation that i couldn't take a second to just be like this because it would be really like it would have hit it off and blew up even more so um you were definitely confused yeah and i was also checking your discord because we were talking not just on whatsapp but also on discord and i saw that you were online at one point and i was like okay maybe he's gonna like respond and then you went away and i was like oh, okay he's definitely seen my message because i also messaged him on discord and uh, I told myself, like, because this was dead silence this whole dead time. Silence. For a long, time. long time, too. 
And I remember driving home and I was checking my phone, like there was no messages. It was just nothing. And I remember playing um, Never Not by Lauv the whole time. And uh, I was just really in my feels like, wow, Bridges, you really know how to pick them. And uh, I was like, okay, go take a shower. If he does not respond, that's a response. And I took the shower and there was still no response. So I sent you a response and I said, thank you for the great day. I appreciate it. Hope everything is good on your end. Bye. Yeah. Right. You were like, thank you for being honest. Yeah. And, um, and I was, and then I saw the message that you sent, um, on WhatsApp, but I couldn't respond still because I was still, you know, talking with him and I was trying my best to, you know, move the conversation to the end so I can reply to you, but it just kept going on and on. Um, and then I, as soon as I got finished, I ran down with my phone, um, to the amenities floor and I was texting, I was like, Oh my God, that was a joke. I was just playing with you, blah, blah, blah. And I told him the whole situation. Um, and you weren't replying. So I was really scared that I had tarnished this amazing first meetup with this amazing person that I was, you know, building a wonderful friendship with. And so I called you basically panicking um, and told you the entire situation. And you were pissed. And rightfully so. You were really pissed. And the tone of your voice, you're just like, that's really fucked up. And I felt so guilty for so long. And you also did what? On your Instagram. Oh, I uh, I posted that, like, wow, um, I can't believe you meet this, like, really great person and they just ghost you at the end of the day, like, whatever. We're moving on. Something like that. I was very cryptic about it. I didn't say who it was. But you shared it, too, with your close friends. I shared it on my close yeah. friends. And my close friends were like, wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so it was me. I'm sorry. It's out now. Oh, my God. This is the first time we've told it on stream, I think. Yeah. Ever. ever. Or, or, or on video or audio. Um, so, yeah, I, was, I felt really guilty. So, like, at the end of my last relationship, he really tried to pull me down with him. <laughs> he really tried to take me down. He really did. He, he really did. your downfall the whole time. Yeah. And I felt really silly that, you know, I made that joke and without being clear that I was just kidding. Um, and with the whole situation with my ex, I couldn't reply that it just ended that way. But thankfully, you were very forgiving and you understood. Mm -hmm. And you even made the joke like that my ex was trying to really yeah. <laughs> fuck us up, even even as friends. Like, So we were very, like, under, you were very understanding. And I felt really bad and I said sorry. And, but we did move on. Yeah, we did move on. I mean, that's the point of it, right? Having good communication, understanding, and not being stubborn in your ways of like, okay, well, this is it. My way or the highway kind of thing. So that's what really worked for us. Yeah. And um, I think because we hung out for the whole day and there were so many positives out of it that it just did not make sense for you to do that. that. Yeah. So when you said what, what was the reason, I was like, oh, I'm still mad, but I get it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm valid in my feelings, but bitch. Yeah. I it get was... it. <laughs> and, like, for the longest time, we, like, um, 
talked about how I'm still very sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> like, he would. He would apologize. Like, oh, I'm still thinking about it. I'm like, I'm already over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's just, it's just so silly. Because, like, that one action, like, if he had pressed the block button, if he had just chose not to res- respond my call or entertained um, anything else I said after that, this would have never have happened. Mm-hmm. I would have never started streaming. You would have no idea who I was. You probably would have moved on and done something like continue streaming. I met with other people, you know, um, probably not stay single for long because look at this phase. Um, <laughs> and so a lot of things would have not happened had you not shown like forgiveness that day. And I'm very happy that you did <laughs> because a lot has happened since then. A lot of really good has happened. Out a of lot it, of good. So. Yeah. Wow. Right? Imagine. Imagine. A hundred percent would have never started streaming. I never even went on Twitch <laughs> before him. That's true. I only tuned in because I wanted to see his cute face and that's it. And I remember I would be like, oh my god, hi Hex. How are you, Hex? <laughs> <laughs> and I remember that you were like, oh, I'm gonna be featured on a friend's stream today. And I was like, oh my god, give me a shout out. Just a joke. And then you're like, okay, sure. What do you want me to say? And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, say I love bubble tea. And there's a clip of him saying I love bubble tea. And it's the cutest thing. And my friend was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't have a beard back then. I didn't. Even though we're not also, seeing you. I eh? love bubble tea. Right. Okay. <laughs> I know why you said that. But, uh. I did it. Well, why don't we finish it with how our relationship really works now? What are some of the traits that we have taken from all of the other relationships that did not work and how we've built to something that works really nicely for us? The biggest thing I think would be our open communication. It's really, really good. On top of that, being able to talk about anything and everything without feeling like we are judged. And that goes with everything and i mean everything from what kind of food do you like to what do you like in bed literally everything we talk about sex all the time all the time and having an open communication about sex and what works and doesn't work is so important also good sex like good fucking amazing sex like period (laughs) the best sex i've ever had in my life period for me too um and i think um being able to um, have an open conversation about what we're going through and not being afraid to share those feelings. Um, or And even talking about the future, like he talks to me about all of his dreams with me and I'm so not used to people talking to me like that, that I was just like, wow, you really see this long-term. So I want to see this long-term. Yeah. And also like being able to be in each other's presence and not have to talk as well and enjoy each other's company we have we have days where we just want to do our own thing like i'll be on my computer he'll be like reading something on his phone or doing something and we'll be like in separate rooms but we're still in each other's company and there'll be like moments where we give each other a kiss or a hug and then we go back to doing our stuff yeah and being able to just spend time and feel like you're with your favorite person that's so important like you have to be a really good friend with the person that you're in a relationship with. Build that foundation. You have to. You like, gotta build that foundation. Your 
Your your relationship should be your best friend. Are you my best friend? I don't know. Am I? I mean, you're my best friend, but are you? Am I your best friend? Yeah. Okay, good. Just to make sure, yeah, um... we didn't confirm before we made this <laughs> podcast. Oh, I just assumed that you knew. No. Why do you think I talked to you every single one, day? One friend, <laughs> one best friend. <laughs> Who's the best friend? Us, because oh. we're, we're one person. So yeah, it's really important to have a really good friendship with your your partner. Yeah, because if you don't have that base and it's just based on like a relationship, there's a lot of expectations there. But with a friendship, there's less expectations there, right? You have more leeway to be more who you are. And then that gave me more permission to just accept you for who you are. And you, probably you to accept me for who I am. Yeah, and I would say I have never been in a relationship where I'm 100% authentically myself. And I feel that in this relationship. You should never feel ashamed of what you like um you should never feel ashamed of what you what you watch and what you what you do like your partner should obviously like not murder and stuff you know not that kind of stuff but like obviously they should be able to support you understand you without the judgment um which is something that was really a problem in my past relationships i feel like i couldn't do anything i feel like i couldn't watch drag race without you know eyes lurking behind me and judging me and wondering why i'm watching it and now we watch drag race together we watch all the drag we watch literally (laughs) i'm confused with all the queens right there's so many drag race uh franchises now but we we do so much together we watch movies together we um cook together we cook together eat together together we stream together we shower together we sleep together yeah and i think the one of the biggest things that I really adore about Bridges is that if I have an idea, as crazy as it is, he's like, I'm down. Like, he will literally say, I'm down, and he, and we'll make it happen. I'm usually like, down all the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm like the type of person that if I want to do something, I will do it. Like, I will put my mind to it, and I'll figure out how to do it. And But my biggest downfall is that I'm nervous. Like, I can't. I, I don't think I can do it myself. Like, um, I need someone to be by my side and, like, do it with me. So... Maybe it's a self um, something that I need to work on, like being worried about being embarrassed or like not working out. Um, where Bridges comes in is like, okay, I'm down to do it, whatever you want, and don't worry, we got this. Like it's gonna be amazing, mm-hmm. and that's how we decided to do the music video for Catwalk. True. How we decided to do our TikTok, how we decided to do this podcast is because we literally, well, even under the table, we're holding hands. Like we're like, let's do this together because whenever I have an idea and he's down with it, hundred percent, we do it. Yeah, honestly, when you said the music video, I'm still shook that that happened because never in a million years would I have thought I would make a music video. Write lyrics. Write lyrics. Record. Dance to it. Like, dance. What? Like, right. I didn't think that that was, I didn't think that that was going to happen. I thought we were just going to write a verse and like yeah. have it to ourselves. And then like, what? Your mind, it always like it it always like shakes me to my core because there's always something going on in there and then you always share it with me and i'm like i never thought of that what the fuck and you you just do it and i'm like okay so i think it's because i have always wanted to do the crazy creative things but i don't have the friends i don't have the partner that was beside me that was like okay yeah let's do it no one has supported me to my fullest like I've always wanted to do stuff. So it, it it's refreshing to be able to explore all of your creative outlets um, with someone that is 100% on board and is willing to give 100% as well. I think we have a, such a strong foundation going into the relationship. We were friends for five months. Yeah. 
almost six months. It would have been longer, but... But what? Tune in next time to find out. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we have to be able to laugh. If you're not laughing in a relationship, what the fuck are you doing? True. Why are you so sad? Yeah. Like, is everything okay? Blink twice if you need help. We can't see it. So. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we have so much fun. Like, we're so silly. You have to be silly with your partner. You have to be. And I'm the silliest goose. You are the silliest goose. And goose. <laughs> Um, but we can talk a lot, like, you guys see how we function, like, our, our dynamic together. What you see on stream is actually what we are, but I think off stream, we're even crazier. We're even crazier. We, 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 like, we, how do I say this? We dampen it for stream so that it's, like, acceptable. Dampen it. A little bit moist. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we, we dial it down a little bit because we reserve it for off stream too. I wish there was a counter um, on Mix It Up for every time I squeeze his butt throughout the day in person. Who do you think would have more, like, a higher count? For butt squeezing? Yeah, like... I think it's me. You think it's you? I yeah. think it's me. No, I think I squeeze your butt mm-hmm. way more than you no squeeze way. mine. No way. No way. I squeeze your butt so much. Let's count it one day. Okay, That's a really nice butt, day. though. Like, I don't know you why. You have a nice butt, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, butt's a butt. It's true. It is a nice butt, though. It used, to be, it used to be concave, and now it's convex. So. <laughs> I'm very proud of my butt. He manufactured his butt. I really did. Made in bridges. <laughs> so, it's the squat. Okay, well, closing segment. Like, Is there anything else you want to add to what makes a relationship wonderful and work so well? I feel like I've said everything. Like, just be... And you've said everything, too. Be silly, be open, be communicative, be supportive, challenge each other to grow. And have your time apart, too, because that's important. I think having shared hobbies, having shared references is really important. Um, You know, me and my ex did not have the same music taste. And that was a huge block. And we love each other's music. You love the K-pop that I send you. I love the EDM that you sent me. And it's just, like, perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, And we watch the same shows and everything. So having the references of you know drag race just pulling drag race references out of nowhere when it's like appropriate and inappropriate is like one of the most fun things about a relationship absolutely we can literally say we can have a conversation uh, and and it's like uh really deep and the sentence might have a word that references drag race and then we'll say it and we'll both laugh yeah that's like the best part like being able to to take a (laughs) The amount of times that we have a really deep conversation and then a drag race reference happens and then all of a sudden we jump to, to talk about sex and then going back to the first conversation. It's just like crazy how it works. But it works. It works. And just find your own dynamic too because our dynamic works for us but it might not work for some Yeah, people. it might not work for you. Like You might not be as touchy-feely as we are and that's totally fine. So I think... The main takeaway is just don't settle if you don't think that the relationship is offering enough. Um, because you're worth more. You're worth more. Know your self-worth first. Um, know what you want, but within reason. Don't go crazy. <laughs> don't ask for too much. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and um, just don't be afraid to go out and explore and find your perfect match. We are lucky that we were able to find each other fairly quickly. 
for me at least well fairly quickly for you yeah um but you know don't just settle for the first guy you meet and have a little bit of connection with find the one where you had the full connection yeah full connection and that's what we have it's true <laughs> truly okay so we will end this episode now um we are going to go and have a little cute dinner with some friends and we will see you guys next time what will be our episode for next time i don't even know find out <laughs> next find time out. on the two gays one pod find out next time in the title of the next episode <laughs> we will post it <laughs> when we find out too. yeah <laughs> What? In the meantime, follow us on all of our socials. The Two Gays One Pod, all in numbers for the two and the one. Uh, we are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are also on YouTube. Um, and we also have a Kofi for exclusive content, like a video, full, full video episode like this. In the future, we're going to have explicit pods. Oh, I'm so excited for those, actually. 21 plus pods. 21 plus. Oh, it's the ones that are a bit spicier maybe talking about sex and never have i ever stuff oh. like that maybe oh i love a game yeah a game within a game okay <laughs> within a game so we'll see you next time um what should we how should we our outro be mm, how about this is bubble and this is bridges signing off i don't know okay so how about i go this is bridges and this is bubble oh, this was bridges and this was bubble and this was the, the, the <laughs> two, two gays, one brain. Oh, redo, redo, redo. <laughs> this is Bridges. This was Bridges. And this was Bubble. And this, and this has been two gays, one pod. Ah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.